Let me be your ex. Chapter 1 to Chapter 5 It was the middle of the night, and Luya seemed to be sleeping soundly, but all of a sudden, she blinked open her heavy eyes and was momentarily stunned. The man, who originally only came back once a week, was lying next to her at this moment. The warm yellow light from the bedside lamp illuminated his body, his upper body was defined, and his arms were slender. He looked ethereally beautiful. Lu Yao froze. Wasn't he today Saturday? Why was he back? The next day, Lu Yao was awakened by the engine of a car downstairs. She sat up, hugging the blankets, and was in a daze for over ten seconds. It was only when she heard noises from the kitchen that she dashed out of the room. Upon doing so, her gaze alighted upon a slender figure bustling about the kitchen with his back to her. The man was wearing casual lounging clothes. He looked lean, his waist was slender while his legs were long. When Shou Chen came out of the kitchen after he was done preparing breakfast, he frowned upon seeing Lu Yao standing there in her nightgown. Go and change. Oh, sure. Looking down at herself and noticing that she was wearing a silk nightgown, Lu Yao's inevitably flushed and quickly ran back to the bedroom. When she came out after washing up, Xiao Yunqin was already seated at the dining table and was having his breakfast. She then sat opposite him. The sandwiches and fried eggs that he made looked and smelled good. She proceeded to eat the eggs in small bites. None of them said anything, the only sounds at the dining table were the clanging of knives and forks. Lu Ya was used to such a life. After eating, she took her plate to the kitchen. However, when she came out, her foot accidentally banged the door, and the pain had her sucking in a breath. When Shoyun Chin saw that, he took a plaster from the cabinet and handed it to her. Thank you. Lu Yao knew that he had always been indifferent. But still, a pang of anguish rose within her. For any other couple, when the wife was injured, the husband would show concern and ask after her, kneeling down and fussing over the injury. However, she and Shoyun Chin were the exception, they were like two strangers who lived under the same roof. Shaoyun Chin did not say anything. He merely turned, snatched up his suit jacket, and put it on. It was undeniable that some men were naturally suited to wearing suits, especially those who were slender like Shoyun Chin. When he wore a suit, he looked exceptionally striking, just standing there. He gave off an impressive aura. Remember to wash the plates after eating. Dante leave them soaked in the sink. When Shoyun Chin said that, he had already worn his leather shoes. When Lu Yao came back to herself, she was only greeted by the door closing sound. She then remained crouching there. If Shoyun Chin's earlier action had her feeling anguished, she was now frozen to the marrow, an arctic chillness pervading her entire being. She knew that he married her back then because he was forced to do so by his father, not because he truly loved her. Worse still, when they got married, he requested that they sign a contract which not only pertained to their life before marriage but also after marriage. There were terms detailing the equal sharing of living expenses, prohibition against having children within four years, a divorce immediately after four years, and so on. Lu Yao signed that contract, but she naively thought that she could melt his cold heart. 
It had been three years since then. But his attitude remained as cold as before. And all her efforts were futile. Look, from last night until now, he had only uttered a total of four sentences. And even then, he was very cautious and solicitous. To have a marriage like hers was quite a joke. After a long while, Lu Yao got up, her face a mask of calmness. She went to the kitchen and washed the plates before placing them in the disinfection cabinet. Then, she changed and went to the garage to start her car. After driving for half an hour, she arrived at her office. When the employees saw her, they all greeted her. Good morning, Manager Lu. Morning. Lu Yao smiled and inclined her head at them. Upon entering her office, she took off her coat and asked her assistant, Is President Jian? Yes, he is in his office. Lu Yao went to the president's office and entered after knocking on the door. Manager Lu, you ray here. When President Ji saw her walking in, he put down the document in his hand at once, invited her to have a seat at the reception area, and even made her tea. Manager Lu, is there anything I can help you with? It is about the loan I asked you for. Lu Yao cut to the chase. In a half-begging manner, she said, President Ji, I've been with the company for three years, and you know me well. I hope you can lend me the two million I mentioned. President Ji froze for a second, then appeared conflicted. Manager Lu, I don't have absolute power here in the company. Plus, this is such a huge sum. Even if I agree, the board of directors want to agree to it. I know. Can I borrow it from you personally? Lu Yao added. Don't worry. I'll definitely return the money to you in half a year at most. I'll even pay you an interest of 5%. Manager Lu, I really can't help you. My money is controlled by my wife. And you know how my wife is. If she finds out the loan is for you, I am afraid I won't be able to go home anymore. Seemingly having thought of something, President Ji asked Lu Yao, Hmm, I remember that your husband is in the investment business. No, two million is a drop in the bucket to him. Why don't you ask him? He is just doing some paltry investments, he doesn't make that much. When Lu Yao said this, anguish swelled within her. After three years of marriage, she only knew that Cho Yunchen was an investor, as to where his company was and how much he made a month. She had no idea at all. Furthermore, they had a contract which stipulated that his money remained his money. Manager Lu, it is not that I don't want to help, but I really can't help you. President Ji poured her a cup of tea. Let me see if I can get the finance department to increase your salary next month. After all, you've been working hard all this time. Lu Yao knew that it was meaningless to continue begging her case. So she got up to leave. President Ji, I am sorry to have intruded for so long. Thank you. It's okay. I didn't help you much either. Why don't you try to get a loan from the bank? Thank you. After leaving the president's office, she felt troubled and went to the washroom. Seeing that no one was there, she went into a cubicle, taking out a packet of cigarettes and a lighter from her pocket. She then lit a cigarette. She was not addicted to smoking, she only smoked for fun. 
Ever since she got married to Shuo Yunchen, she stopped smoking after she found out that he hated the smell of it. She had only resumed smoking recently and got addicted to it. She sat on the toilet lid and puffed away, her expression solemn. Ever since she was young, she had always been proud of having a father who worked as a judge. When she was at college, she even considered majoring in law. But since her interest in law was not all that great, she ended up choosing finance. In fact, she had long since felt that her family was too rich. When she got married, her dowry was very generous, and her family had moved into a three-story villa. She had always felt that her father was making a bit too much money, but she never gave it much thought. She only knew that her father had been arrested a month ago when he did not return home and news of his embezzlement broke out. Her mother cried so much that her eyes became swollen, and her hair turned white from all the anxiety. Lu Yao, however, remained calm. She soothed her mother on one hand, while contacting a lawyer on the other, trying to figure out how to slowly return the money that her father had embezzled. They had sold off several houses including the house and car that made up her dowry. She had even brazenly moved into Shuo Yunchen's apartment. But they were still short of two million. Their relatives were all trying to avoid contact with their family, let alone lending them money. In the past half month, she had contacted all the good friends she had. But she had not gotten anyone to loan her a single cent. There were 20 days left before her father's verdict was released. And if she could not get the money to pay them, it would be many years before she could see her father again. Investor, Lu Ya was thinking about what President Ji said. She hesitatingly took out her phone and scrolled down her contacts to look at that number she had memorized. She started off by noting Shuo Yunchen down as hubby. And she even added an A before his name so it would pop up on the first spot of the contacts every time she turned on her phone. But Shuo Yunchen rarely called or texted her over these three years. And she eventually changed Hubba back to Shuo Yunchen, never disturbing him when there was nothing she needed. Lu Yao called him and threw her cigarette into the lavatory before going out to gargle. She was hoarse after smoking, so she was worried that, if she did not resume her normal voice, Shuo Yunchen would be irritated if he found out that she had been smoking. Hello. Who is this? The call was picked up quickly. But it scared Lu Yao. The one who answered the call was a woman. Whose tactical way of asking questions gave the impression that she had answered a lot of similar calls for Shuo Yunchen. When Lu Yao kept quiet. She asked again. Hello. Lu Yao snapped out of it after a while. And she sounded awful as she spoke. I am looking for Shuo Yunchen. Is he there? Yunchen is in a conference. The woman addressed Sha Yunchen by his first name, sounding like she was his actual partner. Please tell me your name and who you might be. Your number is not saved in Yunchen's phone. Lu Yao hung up before she could finish. Her hand kept trembling, and her phone suddenly fell down with a thud, which she quickly picked up. Lu Yao gazed at her tear-streaked reflection on the cracked screen which looked like someone who lost his family and was overwhelmed by wretchedness. It had been three years since she and Shuo Yunchen got married. If it was everyone else, they would have been like an old couple.
But he had never added her number into his contacts. Is it that hard to add my number into his contacts? And that woman? Liu Yao shivered when she recalled that call a moment ago. With Shou Yunchen's indifference toward her, Liu Yao did suspect him of having a mistress. However, since they did sign a contract, he had to leave this relationship without a penny on him if he had an extramarital affair. Liu Yao had always trusted him. But that woman's overly intimate way of addressing her husband in the call today changed her mind. That subtle crack of suspicion within her became not so subtle anymore. She did not care if it was not Sunday today, or if he would not return home. She clocked off work at 5.30 sharp and bought some fresh fruits and vegetables when driving past a supermarket. She had good cooking skills, which she learned from her mother. She even varied her dishes for Shoyun Chen. Nevertheless, since Shoyun Chen only came back once a week according to the contract, no matter how well she cooked, she would have to finish the dishes on her own. As time passed, Liu Yao stopped cooking altogether. If Shoyun Chen came back on the weekends, one of them would cook, while the other would do the dishes. If he was not home, she would order food delivery. She would only cook for fun if she felt like it. Music was blaring in the living room, so the busy Lu Yao did not hear the door opening from the kitchen as she worked hard to tackle the fish lying on the cutting board. Ah! She gasped in surprise and pulled back her bleeding finger that was injured while cleaning the gills. Before she realized what was happening, someone came from behind her and grabbed her finger before putting it under the running water to clean it. And his warm hand made Lu Yao's heart skip a couple of beats. Aside from his lips, every part of the man felt warm. Why didn't you ask the seller to handle it for you when you bought the fish? Xiao Yunchen cleaned the wound on her finger before he put a band-aid on it. He might be gentle, but he still looked cold. Lu Yao muttered, I was in a hurry when I bought this. So I forgot. Xiao Yunchen rolled up his sleeves. Revealing his taut arms, I'll make dinner tonight. I'll get you an apron. Standing on her tiptoes, Liu Yao took the apron from the hanger, wanting to help him wear it. Your shirt is white. It is going to be a hassle to wash away the oil stain. Xiao Yunqin looked at her before turning around, allowing Liu Yao to wear the apron for him, which she quickly did. As they both had to do chores. She bought a bigger apron back then, even though he was tall. Wearing it made him look funny. Instead of leaving the kitchen, Liu Yao leaned against the door to watch as he busied himself with dinner. She wanted to see him work, since a man with great upbringing making dinner was always an eye candy. Um, fancy seeing you back today. Even though their contract did state that Liu Yao had to come back every Sunday, except for when he had work. She thought he wouldn't be back today because he already came by yesterday. Xiao Yunqin didn't turn around. It is Sunday today. He kept on washing the vegetables. Oh, Liu Yao looked disappointed. Yeah, if it wasn't because of the contract, he wouldn't come back even if this is his home. Did you need anything when you called me this morning? Xiao Yunqin asked. My assistant took the call for me. She said someone was looking for me, and I found out it was you after flipping through the call history, he explained. 
She is your assistant. Assistants don't call their bosses by their first name. That sounds so wrong. I was just going to ask if you were coming home. Lu Yao didn't manage to ask why he didn't have her number in his contacts. Feeling uncomfortable just from listening to his explanation, she went back to the living room. Lu Yao scrolled some Facebook out of boredom, but she found herself frustrated after looking through the posts for a while, changing it to Google to ease some of that frustration. When she snapped out of it, she noticed her Google homepage was filled with questions like why doesn't he my husband have my number in his contacts? Or my husband's assistant is being overly close with him. She quickly opened the thread of answers. But all of them were along the lines of your husband as cheating on you. Be careful. Girl. Check his phone. Get some evidence and go through a divorce. At least you can get more money. She smiled at the answers. Feeling quietly upset that she was in a similar situation. At this time. Xiao Yunqin came out from the kitchen with dishes in hand. Dinner is ready. He called her. Coming. Lu Yao immediately turned off her phone. Their meals had always been quiet. But this time, Lu Yao kept glancing at Xiao Yunqin with a complicated look. Without saying anything, Xiao Yunqin did the dishes after dinner before going back to his bedroom. Thanks to his busy work, Xiao Yunqin went to bed after having a shower. Already sound asleep when Lu Yao was back from her skincare routine. As she looked at his back, Lu Yao felt that there was a deep abyss between them. Lu Yao stared at the phone he placed on the bedside for a while. Taking it when she ultimately succumbed to her desire to know. She knew the password to his phone. For she used it once when she snapped some photos. Lu Yao looked through his phone after keying in the password. But she found nothing much. Most of the mails were about work, which made no sense for her, but her heart skipped a beat when she got to the messages. There was a short message that was already marked as read. Thank you for your help today, Yun Chin. I'll treat you after this. Fu Shui Zi, is that the name of his assistant? Or is this another woman? Lu Yao didn't know how to describe what she was feeling when she saw this message. She knew Xiao Yunqin would have deleted this message if it was unimportant. And this fact pained her even more. She turned off the phone before placing it back on the bedside cabinet. Lu Ya wanted to hug him as she looked at his broad back. But he pulled her hands away. Even moving to the other side. Putting some distance between them on purpose. His refusal saddened Lu Yao. He wanted me so much last night. We even did it the whole night. But now I can't even have a hug. Do we have nothing left between us except that piece of certificate and his physical needs? Lu Yao felt the need to propose a divorce after she was done with her father as matter. Four four years were too long a time. This relationship was too exhausting and she could never endure for so long. Lu Yao drifted to sleep unknowingly. But was greeted by a stabbing pain in her belly when she woke up. Signaling that her special week of the month was coming. She reflexively tried to get Xiao Yunqin this time. For he was coincidentally back for the past few times. My stomach hurts. Dear. But she held nothing but air beside her. Lu Yao opened her eyes groggily. Noticing that there was nothing but a cold bed beside her. The man was long gone. 
leaving a single slip of paper on the bedside cabinet. Rushing to the airport for a three-day business trip. Xiaoyun Chen's handwriting was as tidy as the man who wrote it, with equal distance separating each character. Lu Yao held the slip tightly against her body, before burying her head in her chest, crying as something in her heart broke. She spent countless days alone when he wasn't here over the three years of marriage, but she had never felt so upset or pained before. Lu Yao was feeling uncomfortable from the menstrual pain and unbeknownst to her the flu. After calling in sick, she powered off her phone before going back to sleep, only calling some porridge delivery when she was hungry. Two days later, she felt refreshed after she was cured of the flu. She got up to take a comfortable shower before calling Dro Lin Lin. I need your help. Lin Lin. What is it? Jo Lin Lin asked. Can you lend me some money? Jo Lin Lin knew her friend came from a middle class family. They didn't earn much money every month. For her parents were salarymen. But, unfortunately, that was beyond her capability too. Is it about your father? Lu Yao answered yes. The news about Nanchang County as top judge being fired was widespread. To the point where even a hermit might know about it. I can't leave now. I am working night shift. Jo Lin Lin answered. I'll transfer 80,000 to you through my phone. That is all I can do for now. I'll think of some other way for you. It is enough. I'll settle everything else. Lu Yao didn't know what she should say. As though something was stuck in her throat. Thank you. Lin Lin. This is a big help. Jo Lin Lin scoffed. This isn't our first time seeing each other. Oh right. You took French before. Didn't you? I have a tenant who needs a French interpreter. The pay is a hundred thousand per night. Do you want to have a go? A hundred thousand. Getting a hundred thousand from one project was exactly what Lu Yao needed now. Of course I, LL go. Give me the number. She needed money now. They ray heavy drinkers. Can you take it? It is fine. We used to drink a lot in college. You should know I can drink. Okay then. After that short chat, Jo Lin Lin soon sent a phone number to her. Lu Yao called the number. And they knew her intention to work as a French interpreter after mentioning Dro Lin Lin as name. They asked her to prepare her own attire before going to her UA hotel at 6. Which Lu Yao jotted down on a piece of paper. Lu Yao wanted to scream with delight after only spending three minutes to accept this high-paying interpretation job. I can get 180,000 with this job along with the money I borrowed from Lin Lin. Lu Yao treated this job seriously. And that was why she picked through her selection of clothes in her closet for a few hours. She quickly put on some light makeup before taking her valuables and departing before it was too late. The taxi arrived at her Yue Hotel about 10 minutes later. The hotel receptionist knew which room Lu Ya was referring to after she told him the phone number and brought her to the third floor. Upon reaching the floor, she was surprised to find a long, soft red carpet on the corridor's floor that silenced every step they took. After she entered the room, Lu Ya quickly noticed the leader among the group of four. I am the French interpreter for tonight. President Chen. She shook his hand. Ah, you ray here. 
President Chen returned the handshake. He felt that Lu Ya was a great lady, for she greeted him the moment she entered. He was also impressed by her professional attire, which made her a perfect fit for the job. President Chen made some simple introductions about the people around him to Lu Yao, as well as briefing her about today's negotiations. It was a deal about exports, but since the representative was French, they needed to hire an interpreter. Thanks for listening to the Bravanovel audiobook. Welcome to download the Bravanovel app. Read the novel Let Me Be Your Ex online and get the latest updates.